You're listening to Trinity Fremont's Sermon Podcast, where you can hear God's Word preached each and every week. Our purpose at Trinity is to raise up Christ's followers in our families and in our communities. We pray that as you listen to this week's sermon, you'll be encouraged and equipped to live out your faith in all that you do. And I'm going to sing wherever I go and sing of the goodness of God. Our text today, we're going to focus really on a couple verses uh, and then see how it speaks to us uh, throughout God's Word. Uh, but we read from Isaiah chapter 55. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose and shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Rain and snow. But rain, right? How good it is. Uh, for, for the rain and the snow to come down upon this earth and water it. About uh, a little over a month ago, uh, our family went out on vacation, and, and, and I was looking at my lawn, and it was getting a little bit long, and I thought, you know what? If I leave this for a, a little over a week, uh, I'm going to come back to just this jungle mess. And so to be a good neighbor, I'm going to mow it down a little shorter this time. And then it won't be a jungle mess when I get back. And I was right. It wasn't a jungle mess when I got back because I had killed it. I just absolutely, it did not rain at all that week. It was hot. I just scorched it. And by the time I got back, especially the backyard, was like golden wheat is, is the color of it. It was dead. And so I'm like, all right, no hope left in this grass. So I'm, I'm, I don't care about it. I'm just going to let it go. Well, a few weeks later, Stacey was like, well, can we water it? I'm like, why? It's dead. She's like, well, the kids want to play out back, and can, maybe we can at least soften the ground a little bit with the water. They're like, fine, we can, they can run, they can play in the water, and then we can soften the ground. Well, after a few times watering it, Stacy said one morning, well, doesn't it look a little better out there? Doesn't it look a little nicer? I was like, no, all it went was from, like, bright golden to, like, maybe brown. Woohoo! that's great. Well, then the weeks came by, and then the rain started coming, and kept coming, and kept coming. And one of those days, I looked back, and I, I, did, I, I told Stacy, you know what? I think I see some green out there. And now if you look in our backyard, it is green. It's not all grass, but it is all green. <laughs> right, we, we can talk about weeds later. That's next week. You can come talk about the weeds. Uh, but, but it is all green. The water turned what I thought was dead and brought it back to life. And the prophet Isaiah says, just like the water does that for our grass, so too does God's word do that for us. Right? God's word is powerful. Right? There, is, there are things around us, there are people around us that we might look at and go, ah, they are dead. We were once dead in our trespasses, dead in our transgressions, dead in our sins, but God's word brings life. God's word is the only thing that can bring life to dead people. 
So what does God's word tell us? It says, seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord that he may have compassion on him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Right, as we, as we read this first phrase, seek the Lord that he may be found uh, while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near and then let the wicked forsake his way and then the unrighteous man his thoughts. It's very easy to say, okay, this, is, this can be some morality things, right? Instead of doing the bad things, do the good things. But that's not what the prophet says. He says instead of, instead of seeking the unrighteous ways, instead of doing the bad things, turn to the Lord. Right? That's what it means to repent. Turn away from your wicked deeds and turn back to the Lord. Why? So that he may have compassion on you. Our God will abundantly pardon Right? That's what repentance is, turning away from our wicked deeds and turning towards Jesus. And Jesus, when, when he first speaks, it, depending on what, uh, who you read, the, most scholars think that, that the book of Mark was the first of the Gospels that was written and passed around. And the very first words out of Jesus' mouth in the, in the book of Mark, so potentially the very first words of Jesus that were written down to be passed around, uh, were these. Jesus said, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, turn from your wicked ways and turn back to God. Repent and believe in the gospel. So just so we're all on the same page, what is the gospel? Well, the gospel is that you and I and every single person are born sinners. And that if we were left in that state, if God did not do something, that we would be separated from him forever. But the good news of the gospel is that God was not content to leave us separated from him. And so he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you and to forgive you of all of your sins and to rise again to newness of life. And then as Jesus says, then all of those who, who repent, who turn from their wicked ways, turn back to Jesus and believe in that good news will be saved. And so then as I read those words, though, then I, I turn to the words of Paul in Romans chapter 10, who says, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how do they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. And maybe you, maybe you read this and you go, oh, phew, they started talking about preachers. Good thing I'm not a preacher, so I don't have to worry about this. Okay, you're not a preacher, but this is still for you. Because you are someone who can proclaim the good news of Jesus. And as, as, I, as I think about that, I, I really go back to that phrase, how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And what is it that they haven't heard? It's the good news of the gospel. Right, that is our mission in life is to is to let people know the good news of Jesus, to make sure that there are fewer people who can say this, that they've never heard. In our traditional services, we typically have three texts that we read through. We've got the Old Testament reading, we've got an epistle reading, and a gospel reading. Well, the gospel text today is from, uh, from Matthew chapter 13, and it's Jesus telling a parable. And the parable goes like this, A sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seeds fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured them. 
Other seeds fell on rocky ground where they did not have much soil, and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose, they were scorched, and since they had no root, they withered away. And then other seeds fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked them. But other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears, let him hear. And a lot of times when we, when we hear this text, uh, when we hear this parable of Jesus, uh, we, we read it and we immediately ask the question, well, what soil am I? Well, I don't want to be the path, or I don't want to be rocky ground, or I don't want to be thorny and thistly, so I hope I'm being good soil. And so what can I do to make sure that I'm being good soil? And that's a good question for us to ask, because we, uh, we, we want to make sure that we're receiving God's Word and hearing it and understanding it. But today I want to ask a different question. Instead of what, what soil am I, I want us to consider the sower who's sowing the seeds. Because notice what he did. He went out to sow seeds. And as a good farmer, he knew where the good soil was. But yet the sower sows everywhere. Right? He sows along the path. He sows in the rocky ground. He sows in the thorns and the thistles. And he sows in the good soil. Right? And what Jesus is saying here, he says... This picture, this parable that I'm teaching you, this farmer knows what he's doing. And it's obvious where the good soil is, yet he still extravagantly sows everywhere that he goes. On the path, in the rocky ground, in the thorns and thistles, and in the good soil. Obviously, Jesus is not giving farming advice, is he? This is bad farming advice. But this is exactly what we're called to do as God's people. Because as you look at those around you, as you look into your families, as you look into your communities, it's not obvious what soil each person is. But sometimes we think it is. Sometimes we can look at someone and go, man, they are definitely the path. I might tell them something about Jesus and it's going to bounce right off them and they're never going to hear it. Or we might look and go, man, that person's prickly. They don't deserve the good news of Jesus because their prickliness is just going to choke it out. But for one, we don't know the soil that each person's heart is. But two, even if we did know, Jesus still calls us to spread his good news to all people. So today, as we close our service in a, in a bit, we're going to sing a song that's very appropriate for today, but not necessarily appropriate for this season, and that's okay. We're going to sing Go Tell It on the Mountain, right? And we are, because this is exactly what we are called to do, to go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere, go tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born and died and rose again for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Right, to go tell the good news of Jesus. This is our call as God's people. This is the most important thing that we can do. And, and so maybe that looks like share, actually sharing the good news of, of Jesus with someone. Right, to, to, to have a conversation with them and to, to tell them the gospel, to tell them that they're a sinner just like you are. Don't start the conversation, by the way, by like, hey, I've never met you, but you're a sinner and you need Jesus. Right, don't start it that way. But... 
but maybe that's, that's what it looks like today, is, is having conversation with someone and, and telling them about the good news of Jesus. Or maybe it's by inviting them into worship so that they can hear that good news proclaimed here. Or maybe you go out the rest of the week singing Go Tell It on the Mountain or another song or whatever, but singing wherever you go and proclaiming the good news in that way. Or by blessing others, by caring for their needs, by, by doing for some, something for them that they can't do for themselves. Maybe that's uh, through helping to support those uh, Sunday school bags to, to bless and to thank our first responders. Or maybe it's by going to your neighbors and, and taking care of their lawn, but don't cut it too short. Uh, or it's, it's by uh, going to your neighbors and caring for them in a way that, you, that they can't care for themselves. And then by proclaiming the good news of Jesus as you do that. Right? That's not just a good idea. Right? It is what you're called to do. And so that's my challenge for you this week to proclaim the good news of Jesus, to share the gospel with someone this week. Right? And that's not just for a few of you. That's not just for like one person at 6 o'clock and one person at 8 o'clock and one person at 10.30. That's not just for like one person in your family. Like you can't say, well, phew, my wife did it, so I'm off the hook. Right? Or mom did it, so I don't have to do it. That's for each and every one of us. Your challenge today and this week is to share the gospel with someone. Now again, maybe that's speaking the words. Maybe that's actually sharing the gospel. Maybe it's inviting into worship. Maybe it's singing loud for all to hear. Uh, or maybe it's, maybe it's by blessing them and pointing them to Jesus. But this is the absolute most important thing that you can do this week. is to share the good news of Jesus with someone in your life. Because I've already been praying for these situations, that God would open up an opportunity with someone this week who needs to hear the good news of Jesus. Because God seeks to use you today and every day to raise up Christ followers in your families and in your communities. Amen? Yeah. Amen. I go this week and share the good news of Jesus into your homes, into your families, and into your communities.